Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the roll of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan, and Cody is disappointed with my jokes. Okay, yeah, I just need for everyone to know the joke that Jordan just made and is probably going to cut out of the previous I'm episode not cut where it. we were talking about... It's oh, okay, good. Because it really needs to be repeated, where we talked about This Is America and Infinity Wars, and he said it was the weirdest mashup since mashed potatoes. I think... I <sighs> That's put, who I you podcast know, I am with. not good on my feet, so shut it. This is America, Cody. You should this take a, an improv hey, class. check your white privilege, Cody. How about that? Because yeah, you I have mean, the money to was do an improv class was... doesn't mean I have the money to do improv class. <laughs> check your white privilege at the door, was... Cody. I was just going to say, if there was ever something that was stereotypically white, it would be, <laughs> be freaking improv classes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Cody wants me to do improv. Oh, so man. anyways, it's been a while since me and Cody have talked, but you probably just listened to the last episode last week. So... Um, last week was, what is, what is it, Cody? Last week was, are you going to laugh at me? I just can't think of a more awkward way for you to put this. So last week was the two-part episode where we talked about Alien, and then we moved in to talk about what now, Cody? Do you remember our other topic? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to you. I wasn't, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I know. Do you remember what our other topic was, Cody? What, last time? Space Odysseys, Cody. It was Space Odysseys. I thought you were talking about the episode no, this last time. Week, I was confused. Oh last week was Space Odysseys, where we talked about Cowboy Bebop and a couple of other fun ones, but mostly Cowboy Bebop because I love it so much. Um, th- last week, Cody rolled and was instantly disappointed with what he rolled, and that was a board game world. You know, you're getting really sensitive about this, all right? You're getting real delicate. Yeah, because the one that I wrote is, like, the one that you complained about most, even though I gave you it out and said, I'll take it off the list. You're like, no, I want you to leave it on the list because it's really interesting. And then you instantly complained about it. So, yeah, I'm going to keep bringing up how much I hate you. I, like, made one sassy comment, and now the rest of the time, you're just like, you hate me! But anyways, we're going to roll for initiative and get straight you into it. You sound like you're actually going to start crying. I'm not going to start crying. I'm go- Okay, first, you don't send me the episodes. Second, you complain about doing the episodes. So what is it, Cody? What is it? Yeah, this is a real hostile environment to do podcasts in. Uh, I'm just saying. Since the guy who doesn't do anything. Anyways, let's roll for initiative and get straight into it. Purple. This is... I'm going to call this season I, three of our podcast because we're at our next five. I actually want to go first this time. I'm a little bit sad because I didn't roll that good. Well, you will get to go first. What did you roll? I rolled a I 10. I rolled a 16. Well, you get to go first then. Oh, wait. No, I thought... Oh, crap. I always do this backwards. Every single time I do this backwards. I thought... The, let's make it so the ro- lower number goes first. That's how not that? how initiative works, Jordan. The whole oh, point of fine. this is like Okay, D&D I'll joke. go first. I'll go first. You know what? I'll go first. The host and producer of this show will go first. Don't give yourself multiple. You're not the host. I'm the host of this show. You're not the. Who does the intro? Who talks about the world? It's me. I offered to do the intro, and you were like, "No, I don't want you to." I'm the hostess with the mostest. See, season three of this show is probably going to be the last season because we're going to break up by the end of this. Why are we going to break up by the end of this? Oh my gosh, it's going to end with one of us killing the other one. Then season four is going to be solved. Why? It's going to be the court case of the person who killed the other person. Wait, are you going to murder me? It's going to be me killing you because you can't do anything. Wow, you're you're just very hostile right now for no reason. Okay, fine. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm going to go right into it and talk about my world. So my world is basically, the whole entire thing is basically a story. So... 
Mine is the opposite of that, so this will be fun. Okay, it's basically a story. So anyways, going straight into it. You wake up to a dark room. Groggy, you try to f- figure out where you are. The room is large and dark. The only thing you can see is a rather large, ornate staircase off in the distance. You stand up and try to move, but you cannot move anywhere. On your person is a set of six six-sided dice and a small deck of cards. These cards are blank, and the back of them are labeled in a gross red script, Room Cards. You hear a loud, bored-sounding voice read out, Welcome to the haunted house. Your goal is to find the special item and slay the monster before you are slain. (sighs) The first person to slay the monster and present its trophy at the door wins and gets to leave. Good luck. You will need it. You try to move again, but nothing happens. The bored sounding voice comes back. To proceed through the house, you need to roll one die. This die will tell you the number of spaces you are allowed to move. As you move forward, each space you take will be the illuminated to you for the rest of the game. To open up a room, present your room card to the door. The door will open and reveal the room created by the card. These cards are randomized and every room is different. Some of these rooms you might find an item to help you. Others you might find a trap or a surprise. The monster will be in any room as well as the item needed to kill it. Next time, read the instructions. Confused by what that last comment meant, you do exactly what the voice says and roll a dice. The dice reads four and you begin to move. You move four, two spaces, and right two. As the voice said, your path is illuminated with an overhead light. Moving these four spaces brings you to a door. Presenting your room card at the door, you hear a loud click and the door swings open, unlocking itself. Your body moves on its own, taking you into the room where you fall. Down and down you go until you land on something sharp, piercing your body. You scream out in pain, looking up to see the title of the room above you. You have fallen into the spike pit. Game over. You hear the voice say, dead on your first turn. Ouch. Well, better luck next time. Everything fades to black. After what feels like ages, you snap awake. Sitting in the same lobby with the same ornate staircase spaces in front of you in the dark. This time you hear a different voice read out the instructions. Determined, you roll the dice again and make your first move. Welcome to the haunting of Black Hill Manor, TM. Ages 12 and up. Up to six players. You're not paying attention. No, wait, what? You didn't pay attention to anything I just said, did you? No, I thought it was something else. What did you think it was? I thought it was betrayal... I thought it was that's what it's ba- that's a hundred percent what it's based on. Oh, oh! I thought that you were like revealing the name of the game, and I was like, "Wait, oh, what? I that's was, not the name." I was revealing the name of the game. I based it on betrayal. Doesn't mean I'm gonna make it exactly betrayal. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was I was actually like I was looking at you because I was like, "Oh, this is definitely betrayal," and then uh, it wasn't, <laughs> and I got really yeah, confused. No, it's, sorry. It's so this is a world. It's based off the popular board game Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Yeah, it's so, really which great. is an amazing board game. It's super it's good. pretty much how I describe, except for in this one, you're hunting a monster. So, anyways, well, I mean, so this is a horror. What I was like, gonna say, that's true in that game as well. Sometimes, well, yeah, it depends on what your um, event is at the end, right? So, okay, this is a horror-themed board game where the players have to search the rooms for items that they will then be able to hunt down a monster and escape the house. The monster, however, is hunting you as well. Every round, the monster moves into a different room or space. Some rooms have an item chest which will help you kill the monster. There are eight different monsters, each having a different item to kill them. The monsters are 
the mummy, which is killed by finding a sacred book and reading the chant, the vampire, which is killed by a stake to the heart, werewolf, which is killed by a gun with the silver bullets, that is two separate item cards, zombie, which is killed by using the shotgun, but when the zombie kills you, you also become a zombie, and thus the winning player may have to kill up to six zombies in order to win. The witch, who is killed by finding the wand and learning the spell, two separate item cards again. The blob, which is killed with salt. salt. The demon, which is killed with a cross and a chant. And the possessed, which is killed with the Bible. Once you kill the monster, you get a trophy from it. Presenting the trophy at the front door of the manor allows you to escape. Once you escape, you are free from the game and allowed back into reality. So this is sort of a Jumanji situation, as I've wanted to do for my world. But beware, there are others who also desperately want to escape. What's up? You're about to say something. No, I wasn't. I was just itching my face on my microphone. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't, I can't even today. So if you die by either falling into a trap or killed by a monster or player, you must wait until the game is played again. Each different voice reading the instructions is a different person playing the game. Ah, clever, huh? So wait, was the first person playing the game just like a boring dick who doesn't like the game? Yes. Whoever that was, I hate him. It's the best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's We need to play it together sometime. It's a very fun yeah, game. Yeah, it's the best. The first time... Well, it wasn't the first time. One of the first times I played it, we, like, lit candles and an oil lamp. Oh, that's really cool. We turned off all the lights. I played scary music. It was... The, anyways, sorry. I don't have to talk about how much I okay. love that game. It's, this is not yeah. a board game review show. <laughs> so we, could, we could talk about... board. We're going to have time with it. We'll, we'll talk about board games. Um, so... Okay, so when you come across an item chest, you get an item. Some of these items give you a game boost, such as the flashlight, which allows you to see three spaces ahead of you in the dark, uh, sorry, in the direction you are facing, or the lucky hand, which for every lucky hand card you hold, you get to roll another die, allowing you to greatly increase your movement, which helps you to search the house faster. Other items are weapons, which allow you to defend against or attack the monster. Only the special items I listed earlier are used to kill the monster. Some items stun the monster, so say you shot the werewolf with the shotgun, it will stun it for one turn, allowing you to get away. And then other items have no effect. The monster can also get special items such as the lucky hand, which makes them more dangerous. Ooh. I enjoy this. I really enjoy creating... I mean, I once again, heavily based it on an already existing game, but I enjoy creating this. <laughs> So most rooms that are not trap rooms have at least one to three doors exiting them. You still need to use room cards to leave these rooms, but once a room is unlocked, it is open for all players. If a player enters a room you have already looted, they will not get an item. So, some of the trap rooms include the Pit of Spikes, which you are very familiar with, the Quicksand Room, <laughs> which you need to roll a six within three turns or you will die, the room with the falling ceiling, which upon entering, the door locks behind you and there are 10 doors in front of you. If you don't find the right exit door in three moves, then the falling ceiling kills you. There are three floors to this house and one basement. Some of the rooms will have a hole that you fall down to the next floor. There are a few trap holes that lead you to nothingness and will have you stuck in the room until the end of the game. Other holes could lead you to new rooms or already discovered rooms depending on what is below you. The staircase on the first floor is always in the same spot. The entrances to other floors will move around for every game. 
All of these other staircases are within locked doors. It is the luck of the draw with this one. So there is an unlimited number of rooms possible, which means you either kill the monster or you die. If someone else kills the monster and escapes before you, you are tossed back into the darkness until the next game. Oh, so you have to win to leave. Yeah, you have to win to leave. So basically, if you don't win, you're stuck. If you really suck at this game or have terrible luck, you're stuck for a pretty long time. Well, I feel like a lot of the games, if you played this, you would just end up in one of the holes in rooms without doors. Well, what is that supposed to mean? I'm good at betrayal. <laughs> Anyways. You're so, so hurtful, Jordan. You say so <laughs> many hurtful things to me. I love, I love, I love who I am. And that's all that matters. I thought you were about to say that you love me to, like, be nice. Instead, no, you just go straight for self-praise. Heck yeah, dude. That's that's who I am. <sighs> no, it's fine. I mean, I'm crying on the inside, but it's fine. Good. You, <laughs> good. So, um, okay, so back to the story. This round, you have gotten a lot further. You have three items on you. The pistol, float, an Ooh. item with, that allows you to walk over ground traps, and a flashlight with a six-space bulb. You move to a new room, opening up a chest, and receive the silver bullets. A loud howl is heard, and you know it is time to go kill the werewolf. Exiting the room ends your turn, but with the flashlight, you see another player six spaces in front of you. You call out to the player, Hey, I have found the silver bullets. And you say it exactly like that, completely emotionless. Hey, I have found the silver bullets, right here, in the silver gun. On, <laughs> don't look at me like that. On his turn, the player moves to the space in front of you and holds up his shotgun and kills you. Confused and hurt, you die slowly as he loots your body, taking the key to killing the werewolf and escaping. You start the game. <laughs> you start the game in the same lobby with yet a different voice reading the script to you. Our main character is a friggin' idiot, right? <laughs> so if I had the gun with the silver bullets, I would shoot everybody else. <laughs> like, I don't care if they're a werewolf or not. They're getting shot in the back of the head. I'm out of here. It's like, oh, hey, I haven't found the bullets yet. Oh, cool. Let's go find them together. Boom. Ha <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, me either. But I heard they were that way. Bang. <laughs> it's like, wow, all the players are dead in this round. How did that happen? I killed them all. Anywho. I would okay. just become the monster. Like, I wouldn't get turned into the monster. I would become the monster. <laughs> you wouldn't be the possessed. You are the possessed. But yeah, it's like, oh, he's possessed. No, 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 no. You can't use the Bible on him. He's just a dick. <laughs> he's just actually a psychopath. There's nothing special about him. He uh, just dude. has the taste for human flesh. <laughs> So Jordan, my point is, if we played this game together, them? you kill them and eat them. So we have a new, we have a new monster, the cannibal. Yeah, I'm just saying, if we ever played this game together, I would eat you. You know what I mean? If you ever found me, if you ever found me, we're gonna be sitting at a table together, and I'm just gonna be like, "How do I roll for feasting on the flesh?" <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say you were just gonna lean over and just like start gnawing on my arms, like, "Dude, stop, stop." No, Jordan, I'm not a crazy person. Jeez. <laughs> Like he said that to say he would games. eat me. Okay. It is. I'm well, almost finished in with the my game. I'm almost finished with my world. Oh my god. So one last rule. The players can kill each other. If you discover that a player has an item you need, you are more than welcome to end them. But know that some players have developed the strategy of just hunting each other. You can either collaborate or kill, depending on how you want to play the game. But no, there is only one winner and one person to get out each game. This also means that when you die, whoever killed you can simply take the trophy and leave. There are no rules against being a jerk, so good luck. 
And that's my world. I, I like your world. I did specifically read this like an instruction manual. I, I got that. Mine is not Good. that, so it's gonna be a little bit different, but I am excited about it. So okay. so mine mine is gonna be a little bit of a guessing game. Alright. So I think I told you this over text or whatever that basically as I'm going through this, I'm gonna kinda give you chances to guess to see like how long it takes you to get it. So my thing starts with a quote. War changed, but men never do. First Marshal of the Imperial Iris Settlers Army. of Catan! No, it's not Settlers of Catan. Shut up, oh. I didn't give you a chance to Risk. guess yet. <sighs> Jordan, don't... You can't just ruin this for me. You can't just guess all the board games. Alright, <laughs> okay, think about keep, it. Okay, keep speaking, I'm sorry. And make an informed decision. Okay, keep speaking. Okay, so my world is, is kind Monopoly. of a Discworld... Jordan, I'm gonna come there. I know where you live. And I am going to cram your stupid freaking Cowboy Bebop poster down your throat with a broom Cody, handle. Cody, hold on. I have a question. I have a question. I, really, a legitimate question. Are you saying that what? I'm in trouble? But I'm saying that I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I should go get some apples to apples, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I just wanted to make this a fun game that we could play you know, together. You know, my... Seriously, my trip to work takes you have so to let long me because finish my, my stuff. trip to work takes so long because of all the shoots and ladders. Ah! But I'm living in a candy land, my friend. I'm living in a candy land. I pity so much right now. I am okay. invincible. Okay, go on. The world. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Is a disc roughly the size of France? Um, so there are known borders to the world. You can only go so far. Okay. And then eventually you just butt up against the edges of the world, after which there is nothing. There is a day and night cycle, but basically it's, you know, a cardboardy looking, you know, sun rises and a cardboardy moon sets, you know, it, it's not okay. like I think, an I think I know, Cody. Thing. Do you actually th- shut up? Let me let me finish my thing. Okay. Let me finish my little spiel here about the world. Okay. Um, the land itself is beautiful, rolling green fields, beautiful and lush. The land is ripe and bountiful. Food is plentiful, and so are animals to graze the land. It's basically like paradise, right? It's a beautiful, okay. lush land that is seemingly tailor made to support life, which is great. It means that it's really easy to survive here. There's no seasons that cause you to suddenly have um, like food shortages, so there's no winter. It's just constantly a harvest season, basically. There's not really animals in the world that are meant to kill you. You know what I mean? So when you walk around, there are cows and horses and all this stuff, but they're all meant to kind of service humanity. So everyone's at the top of the food chain, right? There is no reason for there to ever be any shortage in supplies which leads us to our second quote our land is paradise a land that invites growth prosperity happiness and plenty but there are borders limits millennia ago we found those edges the limits they destroyed us the first marshal of the royal rose army so way back when in history basically Technology advanced to around, like, Napoleonic technology. So sabers and horses were still used in battles, but cannons and firearms were also starting to kind of phase in. The population of this land grew to that point. And at first, you know, like, when people were first seated on the land, um, there were tribes. But as they grew, it eventually became 
like one homogenous group of people because like i said this world is the size of a small european country so there's really not that much space to begin with um and by the time they hit like napoleonic levels of technology was when they ran out of resources so given how limited the land was and how little resources there were just because it's a small place, they actually eventually just ran out of food. They ran out (laughs) of minerals in the earth. You know what I mean? They ran out and people started to starve. Um, The result of this was that there was like a massive civil war that basically destroyed most of humanity. Okay, um, so this isn't Axis and Allies. It's not Axis and Allies. Shut up. Stop trying to guess it. Okay. <laughs> Although I want you to try to guess it. Actually, no. Okay, at this point, you can you can make a guess. I've kind of finished a section. Uh, well, I know it's not Axis and Allies because you only mentioned one country in small, but um, I don't have any guesses other than Settlers. Okay, it's not Settlers. Anyways, okay. So, sorry. I threw, my, I threw my pencil at myself. In frustration. Look at this man. He can't control his emotions. Out of this near apocalypse... Um, this is where the first marshal of the Royal Rose Army and the first marshal of the Imperial Iris Army emerged. They were basically two people that worked together to kind of turn humanity's self-destruction around. And they did this by creating what is basically the modern um, government as well as social structure, which... Right here, I called the solution, which now that I'm writing it out, actually kind of feels a little bit Nazi-like. <laughs> yeah, so, that's extremely Nazi-like, bro. <laughs> and, and then when I read what the solution is, I basically made Nazis. Ooh, so I just want to say, I'm, I'm not a Nazi. So it is I, Axis and Allies. Okay. It's not Axis and Allies, but it, it's not entirely a mistake that this feels like it's about nazis um that's not a hint it's not about nazis i'm not a nazi (laughs) (laughs) i did not see that coming (laughs) so (laughs) this solution in parentheses not nazis (laughs) had three parts and that was competition consistency and order so part one competition people want to strive to succeed So way back when, when there were originally tribes and then eventually one unified society, the reason that came about was because humanity by its nature wants to try to strive and better itself. And it's important for there to be an outlet for that. So if there's no way for people to strive, either they'll revolt and never feel like they achieve anything or they'll stagnate and fall apart. Competition is a necessary part of society, and not necessarily competition, but the ability to strive and grow, right, is what part of what makes us human. However, success does lead to growth, and growth leads to death. This is a world with a definitive amount of resources, so unchecked growth is very dangerous. This okay. is where we get into consistency. Society is functional and harmonious now, which means that any change is danger, and order is safety and therefore life. So it's extremely critical that what they have right now never changes. So there is a set of rules to this world right now. Those never update. They always stay the same because right now it is maintaining the current social order, which keeps them from overpopulating their very small world. Okay. And the last one is order. In this world, it's extremely to know your, know your place and your position and to know your rank. New thoughts are dangerous and are not allowed. 
Um, however, sometimes because people want to come up with new things, they kind of have an outlet for that. The cosmetics might change, you know, the way people dress, the way they look. But functionally, society is always formed in the same way. Even the names of things might change, but certain regimented things always exist. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you got any guesses on the board game? Oh my gosh. I, You know I don't play that many board games, right? This one's really well known. Oh, like how well known? I mean, you've named board games that are more obscure than it already. Which board games that I named that are so obscure? Because I thought all the ones I named are popular. Catan. Catan's more obscure than this. Oh, I this. thought Catan was, like, extremely popular. Catan is extremely popular. I'm guessing this has sold more copies. Whoa. Um, and it's not... Okay, is, is it any of the ones that I um, listed in jo- in jest? So I haven't even got No, I would have been really mad at you had okay, you jokingly so, so mentioned the name of this I've game. not something I said in jest. Um, I've given some subtle hints, which I'll, I'll explain once we're done. Okay. If you don't have a guess right now, that's fine. It's, 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 a, it's probably going to become more apparent here. So Later. it's not Pit. Well, that's it's a not card Pit. Game. Okay, that's that a card w- game. Okay. Um, I, I mean, it's. I feel like a tabletop. Um, it's game not pandemic. <laughs> it's not pandemic. No, it's not about a virus. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. Okay. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Most people are farmers, woodcutters, shepherds. You know, they're there to support the existing population, create food supplies, and all this. But when the population expands too far, so if too many people are ever born, if the society ever grows too populous, those people, like the kind of extra people that are not needed, are fed into the machine. The machine is a kind of what? No, I'm just the machine. Okay, anyways, keep going. It, it sounds more nefarious. I mean, it is pretty nefarious, but that's, that's not like the machine TM. That's not what it's called okay. in the game, but... Let me get to it. So the machine is kind of a subsection of the economy. It gets fed supplies by the like farmers and all that stuff, feeds supplies into it, but it is itself kind of its own society. Um, it's kind of part economic system, part blood sport and spectator sport. So okay. it um, has spectators that come and watch it, but it is very violent. Um, people that are enlisted into the machine that do not necessarily fight are people like smiths that make weapons um alchemists what okay i have a question is it either chess or checkers no it is not chess or checkers gosh. but you're warmer you're warmer oh my gosh um, i thought so, i thought i had it with that one okay keep going you're you're close you're close okay. so um smiths to make weapons alchemists will create um explosive devices um, and then, like, people that train horses will provide horses for the soldiers, right? Um, yeah. And then other people are then drafted into different positions depending on what their skill set is. So, you know, like, I mentioned smiths and alchemists and horse trainers. So, like, if you were a blacksmith, you know, you'd probably stay a blacksmith but just make weapons. Or, you know, if you happened to be some kind of town doctor, you'd become an alchemist. Or, you know, if you were some kind of rancher, you'd probably become a horse trainer. Something like that, right? Okay. Generally, hunters got funneled into being scouts. Scouts are a... It's a dangerous profession, and they have a very high turnaround, but sometimes those people survive. Um, and advancement in this society... So, like, once you're drafted into the machine, if you become a soldier, like a scout, for example... You have to survive battles to move up to a higher rank, right? Yeah. Um, so it's so not checkers. It's not checkers. It's just so checkers. <laughs> it's not checkers. Just just wait. Okay. Um, so, like, 
for example, hunters and people that moved quickly and sneakily through the woods to gather food generally get enlisted into the scouts. And those people have really high mobility in the battlefield, but they're also a very risky position because they're lightly armored. Um, It's not chess either. Sometimes, huh? It's not chess either. It's not chess. So people like woodcutters or smiths or people that were more crafty and built things in um, the main society when they're drafted into the machine... Um, sometimes will become miners and sappers. These are people that on the battlefield are meant to create traps or defuse um, the opposition's trap. Okay. Um, and then finally, everyone else, basically, when they're drafted in, if they don't have like a special skill, if they're just a normal person, but they feel like they're ready for combat, they all become sergeants, right? That's just like the base level that everyone is drafted in at. Okay. Um, when armies fight each other in this blood sport, it is always two armies, and it's always the same two armies. It is either the Imperial Iris Army. So that's, um, if you remember, the first quote yeah. I read was from the first marshal of the Imperial Iris Army. Um, and the Royal Rose Army. So these are kind of the two sides of this conflict. So this conflict is war. The consistent. card game war. No, it's not the card game <sighs> war. You're wrong. Drive me insane. Keep going. So... Anyways, um, now you can't guess until I get to the end, because it's about to become very obvious. Um, So anyways. I hope I don't actually know this game, and you think I do, and it's just like... (laughs) You definitely know this game. Go on. So anyways, um, like I said, most people are enlisted as sergeants. Um, And then they are set out to battle each other in basically like a Napoleonic-style battle. Yeah. Um, but it's just every so often there is a battle, no matter what. And it's there basically to keep population down. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. have too many people, they need to have some kind of competition yeah, to strive like you said, for. The solution. So we just have them Yeah, basically, right. My super Nazi sounding solution. Um yeah, it's keep, gonna make you feel bad the next bro, time you play this board game. Right? It's I didn't mean for it to sound so fascist. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Although it is just strictly a fascist society, and I guess it owns that. But anyways, it's based on a game. So, um, if you're a sergeant and you survive your first battle, you become a lieutenant. Okay. If you're a lieutenant and you survive another battle, you become a captain. If you're a captain and you survive another battle, you become a major. If you're a major and you survive yet another battle, you become a general. And if you're a general and you survive a battle, you become a marshal. And now here's the really messed up part about this. It is extremely dangerous to be a sergeant and almost impossible to survive. Because by, like, the nature of this kind of combat, um, experience determines how competent you are in battle. And so, like, when you first get drafted into the machine and have to fight for the first time as a sergeant, you've never been in a battle before and you have very little training. Whereas even like a lieutenant has vastly more experience than you and has had a lot more time to train. And same thing true with like a captain to a lieutenant. Okay. So conflicts almost always go in rank order. So if you're a sergeant, it's very difficult for you to win a fight. You basically have to get lucky and, like, get in a fight with a miner or a scout. Otherwise, oh, you're just doomed. Yeah. So it's kind of a meat grinder, right? But as you start to rank up, very few people get left. So the armies are mostly made of sergeants. And then the higher ranks, there's less and less and less of them. Now, if you get extremely lucky and you are a marshal and you survive 10 fights, which is, like, unheard of. It almost never happens. You then 
ritualistically execute the current strategist. Now, the strategist is the commander of the army. So, the first um, marshal of the Imperial Irish Army I knew and the Stratego? first marshal... Is this Stratego? Yeah, this I is Stratego. I don't know Stratego. You've heard of Stratego. You just guessed it. Yeah, I know the name. I don't know how the game's actually played. You've never played Stratego? No, I've never once played Stratego. That's why when you said the strategist, he smiled and like, oh, strategist, Stratego. I would have never guessed that. Let me finish my thing. Oh, so, so Okay, go on. When the marshal wins 10 battles, they are then able to uh, execute the current um, Iris or Rose strategist, depending on which side they're on, and then they take command of the army. And the job of the strategist is to control every aspect of the battle. So they're the person with kind of the bird's eye view, deciding which soldiers go where and kind of arbitrarily deciding who dies. Um, So it's kind of a stressful job, but it's one that people don't have for very often because it's scary and eventually you get killed no matter what and it's kind of like the you know you're deciding who lives and dies which kind of makes you a monster yeah um so yeah that's my world it is based on stratego that's strategic i've never played stratego so that's that's like are you sure it's not chess well the the one that really got it was i started using names like the scout oh and yeah the and see i would have never writers. got that because i've never played yeah. Stratego. so i thought you were just trying to describe the different cards that's like or it's cards or the pieces on chess or something for like that's why i said is this yeah. war because well, and then, you were specific and said two armies so i'm like okay this is a two army game and it's like so yeah. it can't be risk it can't and be so pretty then, much anything else <laughs> the other hint is i i said uh Rose, there was yeah, the red. first marshal of the Royal Rose Army. Yes. So Rose Red. Yeah, that's, I got that. And I was, marshal. That's why I yeah. thought. Because like, the other one I thought was just probably a red herring. That's why I went for red of the red cards or red for checkers. Yeah. And, and then Iris is blue. And so there's two colors in red. I thought Iris was green. That's why I got messed blue. up. Uh-uh. Irises are blue. And so he was also a marshal, which is the highest rank. Oh, yeah, the so Irishes of the Nazis you know, are blue. It makes sense. Aryan. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, look, it's it's a game about, like, Napoleonic conflict, so it's going to seem kind of fascist. That's not... I can't help but that. But no, like, that was good, because, I mean, if I had known strategic, I would have gotten it, like, earlier on. But I, like, as soon as he says strategist, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> That's a hint. <laughs> Well, when I when I read the ranks, that's exactly the rank progression in oh. like strength of peace in Stratego. So if you'd ever played a game of Stratego, no. it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you knew Stratego. You just said it was like I've heard the name. I literally know the name. I've never once. Well, played and then like the board of Stratego is really small, and it just looks like a French field. So if that's the whole world, it would be super small. It's really beautiful because it's just like this rolling green pasture with no seasons. Oh, but okay. And then my little thing about how the game never changes, but people's appearance will. That's like a nod to there being like a thousand different kinds of Stratego. Yeah. But they're always the oh, same game. Okay. Know? Yeah. No, you had some really good. I like I liked the guessing game. I don't think we'll ever be able to do that again in the world, but I really like that guessing <laughs> game. That was really fun. Um, just. I actually had a lot of fun with this world. I know I complained a little bit. A little but, bit. Okay. Like, well, because I was going to do Clue, and then I thought you were going to do Clue, so I did Yeah, didn't. I thought you were going to do Clue. Um, That's why I went to Betrayal. Oh, yeah. I, I just assumed you were doing Clue, so I was like, okay, well, I'll do something else. And I was like, ah, I don't really know what game to do. And then I was like, 
well, Stratego would be kind of fun. And then I just started trying to, like, justify a world in which Stratego would be played and how horrible that would be. Because it's just, every week we kill half our people. Well, yeah. And then and we just do that I forever. With mine, I made a Jumanji situation. And also, like, I didn't take betrayal and make it, like, a word-for-word betrayal. I made, like, something... Because you said ground rules where we had to base it off a game. So I took those ground rules and I based it. It was like the movies is, like, based on a true story, but only, like, one fact in the movie is a true story. It's, like, one of those. <laughs> yeah, the name of the person. Yeah, like, um, Haunting in Connecticut, based off a true story. Oh, so it was in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> that was real, Jordan. Though Haunting in Connecticut me. 2, Ghosts of Georgia, is my favorite movie title of all time. <laughs> Wait, what? It's called Haunting in Connecticut 2, The Ghost of Georgia. So let that sink in. Did a Georgian ghost move No, no, no. They were in Georgia. They were not in Connecticut the entire time. It should be called Haunting in Connecticut. Right? It should have just been called The Ghost of Georgia. But, you know, some people think that the movie's not going to make money, so therefore they tap another name in it. Cloverfield Paradox. Um, anyways. (laughs) (sighs) We've already hit Yeah, we've already... We don't have to go back. So, I mean, technically we're done a little bit early. So... I liked yours, Cody. I enjoyed just the pure cleverness of that. And also the fact that you thought I knew Stratego. <laughs> I am so mad that you... We gotta... Next time we see each other, Jordan, in person, you know, IRL, we should play some Stratego. It's it's a pretty fun game. Dude, I don't like... I don't like strategy board games, man. It's not. It's really yeah. not. It's a strategy board game for three-year-olds. Because they... Like, my friends who we have, like, a BattleBots-like team... They made me play, um, gosh, I can't even remember the game, but it's it's basically like you buy and sell properties type of thing, and I just couldn't. And I just couldn't play. Monopoly? No, it wasn't Monopoly. It, it was- okay, so, Jordan, let me explain something to you. I now have board game friends, like friends that play board games. I, I am not a board uh, game friend. See- I'm I'm not. <laughs> Stratego is really simple. Because of Betrayal, I'm, like, moving more towards like the role-playing board game things so I, I like that style of yeah. setup of like oh yeah you have a character you play this character through like you don't have to, like it's not like right, D&D no, where you it. have like, to be the character but you do play that character what were you gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna leave a pause just in case you want to cut this out so your mom doesn't think i'm more of a creep but yeah role-playing board games like roll the dice have sex like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan's mom. See, but that's the thing is, she doesn't listen. Jordan's she doesn't listen to every episode. He has to role play as a bumblebee. She doesn't listen to every episode, but that is a solid binger of a joke. I'm like I ah, binger, but I I love that. <coughs> That that's that's really funny. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny if you had done just sex role play game as your freaking board game world. <laughs> that would have been priceless. I, that would have killed been me. That would have been so funny to me. But, yes, it did. You're standing oh, in a room, man. and then she takes off. Yeah, that would it would have been great. Hang hang on a second. Hang on, hang on. This is important. What? Hang on. What, Cody? You can't just say hang on and not well, talk I, I at just, all. I just, I just think I figured out what we're gonna do next time we see each other. We're not playing a sex and board game, man. It's not happening. Oh my gosh, no, it exists. Jordan, what? it exists. Jordan, we what? can buy it. Jordan, you can buy it from what? Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> it's called Behind Closed Doors. No. The board game. 
Also, I've been Jordan, getting more of those this. card Hang games. On. Super Fight is an extremely fun game. No? Okay. Anyways. Hang on. I want to You want initiatives. Oh, dude, dude, this sucks. You want initiative, so you get you Ooh, want initiative, so you get to roll, hot. which makes me angry. But you get to roll. No, Jordan, you want Wait, initiative. I want initiative. <laughs> I oh, don't no, no, know no, how that, initiative that means, works no, no. anymore. No, I whoever rolls, whoever goes first gets to roll to see what happens. I don't That's remember how, how the show works anymore, or initiative, or anything in my life. My life is a shambles, Cody. Ooh. Jordan, we should totally get no, this. No, shut up. You, 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 Jordan, okay, there's position to, cards, I'm dice item to cards, to shut and up, foreplay Cody. cards. Dice is getting rolled. What? What? Uh, Lord. <laughs> you done? You done? I'm about to roll the die. Oh, you done? Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I just feel like I should apologize oh, to your gosh. parents. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Number three, the dream world of your co-host and why. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, man, this is going to be bad. Jordan, this is going to be really mean. I just want to let you know I am going to I was going to do something nice for you, very... and you instantly lead in with this is going to be mean. No. It's just going to be anime boobs and Spider-Man okay, the whole way I'm down. I'm going to ruin you then. <laughs> Jordan, it's going to be a world of sexy snakes. <laughs> Cody, I'm going to ruin you. But, um... <laughs> This is going to be the most passive-aggressive subject ever. Anyways, so for me to get a better idea of what a dream world is to you, tell me a few things about yourself, you freaking idiot. I enjoy long walks on the beach. <laughs> this is not so freaking dating show. I hate you. Like, seriously, this is why I'm mad every episode, because of this. Because of this. The sexy snake jokes, the anime moves. It's, this is why I hate you. This is why I'm always angry. Jordan, you made a world that was that. It you was made a that world. It was satire. It was specifically mm-hmm. satire. They imprisoned right people and kept them as slaves. That sounds hot. I'm getting into it now. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> so, anyways, tell okay. Tell me a few <laughs> things that you like because I have an idea, but I don't know if that can be a world. So, tell me a few things you like. You freaking moron. Um, I like. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. You like? You don't want to know I, the truth of that. <laughs> Anyways. You. <laughs> I don't want to know that much about you. I don't like you that much. Oh, gosh. Oof. I'm sorry. I'm having too much fun <sighs> laughing. Um, I like woodworking. <laughs> he likes to work I with his wood. Like Am I right, guys? Am I right? Okay, anyways. You like woodworking? <sighs> yeah. I actually, you know, not like taking a bit of a tree and making it into something else. I've been into that okay. lately. Um, I enjoy Scott Pilgrim-esque musical numbers. So you like Chiptune? Or are we talking the movie? No, 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 no. No, I mean like um, indie punkish bands. That whole scene, I just always find fun in fiction. Um, Which is dorky, but like battling bands, I find fun. This is to say, do you watch Steven Universe? No, I do not. You should watch Steven Universe. Do Anyways, I look, look like a person Sadie who Killer. likes to have fun? Yeah, I mean, kind of. You have a giant anime poster behind you. I can't even see it in my camera, so I don't think it's true. Well, I can see it, so can it exists. Really? It? Um, wait, I'm not going to design this world for you. Jordan, you've known me for eight years. No, I'm just right? kidding. Design the world okay. yourself. Because I was going to throw a Sasquatch at that because you always used to talk about Sasquatch. <laughs> Did I also? Did I always used to talk about? Sasquatch? You used to call people Sasquatch. You used to make Sasquatch references. So I was gonna throw a Sasquatch in there. 
Is that what you know about me? Exactly. Sasquatch? Why I'm asking the freaking question. We're not even friends, are we? I'm just your Sasquatch guy. Is that how you describe me to Freshman other people? Freshman year, you dressed up like, in a hey. girl costume. You're like, hey, I know this guy. You like what, weird what do movies? you know about him? He, you like weird movies. He likes Sasquatch. Okay, the the your world is going to be the room, but only have trees outside so you can do woodworking. Perfect. Perfect, because trees outside really help me woodwork. You, you need trees Jordan, to you woodwork. You have to dry those for years. Jack Wagon, ah, oh, you're like just sowing the anger deep inside my soul. You know, you could do this podcast with anybody else. No, it's you know, with you, you Cody. Could. It's you think I like anime boobs and snakes? That's do the you only not? thing you What do you even watch anime for? For the freaking story. My favorite anime is Full Metal Alchemist and Cowboy Bebop. Though Cowboy Bebop has Faye Valentine's boobs pretty much out there. But, you know, whatever. So does Full Metal Alchemist. One of the male characters of Cowboy Bebop has female boobs. Oh, yeah, Yeah, that's true. Like episode 15. Yeah. Wow, gosh, you're such a freaking... (laughs) I'm good at this, Cody. I'm freaking good at this. Yeah, episode 15, minute 35. Get on my level, amateur. Actually, the episode's only 23 minutes, so can't be minute 35, you freaking moron. Come at you know, me, it's bro. Really I am the alpha nerd, and no one can take me down. Okay, everybody can take me down. I'm not Jordan. Alpha, I though. particularly said 35 minutes, so you could correct me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wanted to see if you'd be dude. that petty. Also, I like also I like Gundams and robots, and I like mu- like rock music. I used to be into like deep into metal. <laughs> I wait. What happened to being deep into metal? It became a gimmick are, are and you- kind of stupid. What? Metallica made Lulu is what happened. Dude, Metallica making Lulu cannot ruin metal for you. I mean, right? I still listen to some metal. I, still I don't like listen metal. I do not listen to that style, the thrash metal anymore because it just it seems like a gimmick. <sighs> You're so Though wrong. One of my favorite bands still rock? is Billy Talent. That's not really metal, but Billy Talent is awesome. No, that's punk. Yeah, dude, I love them so. Like their newest album is like spot on perfect. Have you listened to any Red Fang? No. Oh my gosh, Jordan. Right after this, we need to listen to together the song Anyways, Prehistoric So you like Dog. punks music, woodworking, and you, um, that's about all. And Sasquatch. <laughs> you dress up as a girl, freshman years, like one of the most prominent memories. You like to cook, if I remember correctly. I do like to cook. I like Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you do like Dungeons and Dragons. Specifically 5th edition. So basically the world is going to be a fantasy world where you get to be the carpenter. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, you said you're going to screw me over, so you never know what's going to happen in your world. <sighs> well, Jordan, you're just going to have to wait and find out. This is actually going to be a very this is gonna be, interesting. Because I don't know how to this pull is gonna this This is going to be together. like an homage. Oh, jeez. It's going to be an homage to the strength and love in our friendship. Dude, you know? like, I don't know. I have all these ideas, but I don't know how to pull it together into a world without just making it a fantasy world. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I've already got it. Like it's already getting, uh, it's, it's already getting drawn out in my mind. I hate it. You don't know that. You, you already okay. Anyways, so that's it. We can we are friends, so we can talk forever. But no one wants to listen to that. They want to listen to world building and our brief opinions on Infinity Wars and This Is America. Stop acting so 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 mean about that. This All right, so a, we ending? Are we yeah, done? So is we're done. So this is the end. You can check Cody out on the Wandering Gamer Network. You can check me out on yeah, you can. something, I guess, zero, 00 at Twitch, whatever. I never stream. Honestly, I never stream. <laughs> <laughs> Good sales pitch for your stream. 
stream channel. You can check me out on my stream channel. Never. <laughs> but I um, I have another podcast idea that I'm coming up with a friend. It's just going to take when we're both available to record it. But So Wait. that's going to be coming up soon. It's Wait. What? You have another podcast without me? You have another podcast! Yeah, but I had another podcast. You're starting another podcast? No, it's fine. Tr- I, I told you I'm trying to start host. my own okay. little network. Anyways... So yeah, I'll be hopefully starting a new podcast with another friend. Um, That will be a fun one. It's going to be a lot shorter (laughs) than this, but whatever. Anyways, check us out online. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to add in your own world idea, please email worldshoppodcast at gmail.com. That'll be in the um, title description. But other than that, you can check us out later. Jordan Howe. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.